0: Chapter 18. Ryu let go of Moth. He felt ripped apart inside. Surely this was a trick. If he followed the path, he would be ambushed. He would be distracted from finding the Jacao. If he gave in to his emotions, he would be sacrificing the world to a madman, the likes of which have never been seen. His father was dead. Impossible as it seemed, he had to face it. He retrieved his sword, then took a deep breath. Above him, the sky was beginning to darken. Just above the horizon, the evening's first stars peeked at him, sending a shaft of light so strong that Ryu had to blink. It must have been a trick of the jungle air. He had never seen a color so rich and bright. Suddenly, the words of a poem spilled into his thoughts. And when you're lost, my son, when joy becomes despair, I'll send a star of deepest gold to let you know I'm there. It was his father's poem, the one he had written in the letter. Ryu felt a knot in his stomach. His eyes began to well. Stop, he told himself. This was not a time to succumb to emotion. It was just a coincidence. Still, what would be the harm of following Moth's instructions? Ryu knew he could survive whatever was thrown his way. He jumped into the tunnel. The path was exactly as Moth had told him, except for one thing. There was a guard at the end of the black stone pathway a guard that walked on four legs and had fangs and growled with an unearthly sound ryu kept his distance at first he couldn't tell if the creature saw him its eyes were completely white as it paced back and forth ryu studied its horrible deformed shape although its head was a cross between a wolf and a panther its body was hunched in a permanent crouch like a frog its thigh muscles were the width of tree trunks, and it barely moved its legs when it walked. Ryu edged closer. He unsheathed his dragon sword. The creature turned to face him. The whites of its eyes shone like beacons. Who dares challenge Kelbaros? Ryu hadn't expected it to talk. He hesitated before speaking, having never addressed an animal before. I mean to step by, Kelbaros. You and what army? Kelboros replied. Its upper lip curled backwards into a snar, revealing the full length of its top teeth. A greenish venom dripped from the corners of its mouth. The liquid hissed when it hit the floor, leaving white marks on the stone. Acid, Ryu realized. Kelbaros, I don't wish you harm. I mean to enter the room beyond you. Kelbaros opened his mouth as if to answer. Instead, a stream of acid flew towards Ryu. Ryu ducked. There was a brief tss- as a drop of the liquid touched a few strands of his hair, burning them away. He crouched low to the ground. Kelbaros eyed him warily. It would be risky to use the dragon sword. If Ryu got close enough to strike, Kelbaros would fry him with acid. Chi power was out because there were no eyeballs for Ryu to look into. Ryu was angry. Angry that this poison-drooling monster might be the only thing standing between him and his father. If his father was alive. He was angry that his father might not be alive, that this might all be a trick. His rage was enough to activate the art of the firewheel, but he knew he wasn't close enough. But there was another aspect to the art of the firewheel, one he had almost forgotten. It was a dangerous, harmful technique that could backfire. Akira once warned Ryu against using it until he was a little bit older. A wisp of smoke drifted past his nostrils. Another stream of acid had missed him by a millimeter. Suddenly, Ryu felt as if he had aged ten years. If you can hear what I'm thinking, Akira, he thought, give me your blessing. Ryu let his fury grow. He rolled away as more acid shot towards him. He stood up, thinking about his father, thinking about the condition he might be in if he was still alive, thinking about the nightmare he had gone through to get this far. The smoke formed around him. It turned to flame. Kelboros cocked its head, looking for a moment like an innocent, curious dog. Then it began rolling back its upper lip again. Ryu rotated his right arm. Small spots of fire followed the path of his hand. They gathered into balls, three of them. The balls grew bigger, brighter, more solid. With a powerful heave, Ryu flung the fireballs. The whites of Kelboros's eyes seemed to grow whiter. Its tight, snarling lip fell limp. As the creature disappeared into a burst of light, Ryu thought he had heard a final, defenseless whimper. The hall was clear now. The flames around Ryu flickered out, but this time, he didn't feel weak. This time, he had a clear pathway to the door towards which Malf had directed him. It was made of solid steel plates, riveted tightly into a massive structure that stretched upwards at least 20 feet. It had been made so that nothing could break in, Or could it have been made so that nothing could break out? Ryu knew one of two things was in store. A reunion with his father or certain death. Without a shred of fear, he walked towards the door. With a thrust of the dragon sword, he broke the lock. Taking a deep breath, he opened it.